Hello once again, <laughs> beautiful people. Welcome to Talent Blogger ZA. And today we're joined by the ever so beautiful and talented Lesedi Mulebati. Hi Lesedi, how are you? Hi Una. I'm good, thank you for asking. How are you? I'm good. So good to have you on the show today. So, I've got your profile here and I've been looking through it and it seems like you have quite a list of achievements here, hey? <laughs> well, uh, we can call them achievements um, for now, but I prefer to say that it's just the beginning. Um, I haven't achieved what I have to achieve, mm-hmm. so um, we still got a long way to go. Okay, and I see that you here have a BA inside in industrial sociology and an executive program certificate in financial management fundamentals. Um, you know, when, when I decided to to take that course with um University of Stellenbosch, mm-hmm. um, it was when I was venturing into business. You know, when you go into business, you cannot just entrust um, people with your finances. You need to know at least the basics, the fundamentals. You need to know how to read your balance sheets, how to read your statements. Yeah. That way you are in tune with your own money, your own business. So that was the reason behind <laughs> that is so yes okay okay so how did it start how did you get into business okay um before i went in, into business um i was in various industries as you have mentioned okay. and um i've worked in the mining industry i've worked in the um, medicine industry and um all of that i'm um, in all of that i was involved mainly in the human resources um, department um, my, my job was to um, negotiate with unions my, my my job basically was to to harmonize the the working environment for everyone between the employer and the employee okay so um, as time went i just realized that but i'm doing a lot of work for for lesser money mm. so um why not go back home because i'm from rustenburg um, and we all know that rustenburg is the platinum belt um yes. we, we have yeah we have so many minerals that side mainly the platinum so i just realized that there's so many companies that i see moving in and out of my town my yes. hometown and um none of them are local so it means that there's a lot of money here at home so why not venture into business and make that money instead of just working nine to five for a lesser money Mm-hmm. So that's 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 when I decided. You know what? I'm not gonna be this lazy. I need to do something. So. Okay, you can continue from the mining part. You're telling us about how you ventured into the mining business, and you saw that there's a lot of opportunity to start business there because the companies that were coming in none of them were local so what did you do from there um from there i just looked at um the mining policies themselves Mm -hmm. um i looked at the slps i looked at the mining charter and then i realized um that on their procurement um list of capital goods and services Mm -hmm. um there were no black women owned engineering companies although i know nothing about engineering i said 
that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go for that one. Yes. Yes. So I chose engineering and then I searched for young black owned um uh, engineering companies. Oh, we right. or yeah, which were ran by black engineers themselves. So I, I I just met a bunch of engineers and then we talked and then they said go 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 and register the company and make yourself a profile and then I just did that and then we entered into strategic um partnership uh, agreements together and then every time I went to the mines um, looking for vendor and presentations I went okay. together with those engineers and that's how I got into the industry okay all right and your first company what was it called mm-hmm. My first company was called Prolix. Okay. It was Prolix, Prolix of Trading and Enterprises. Um, what we did there, I was doing HR consulting in that company. Okay. And then what happened is I then approached the the then Bakata Protective Garments Factory in Mohwase. Mm-hmm. So I started. Um, consulting with them as their continuous improvement officer because I went there, I, I saw that the company wasn't ran um, properly, um, they were not even making profits, the quality management was very poor, so I came in with that solution and then they hired me as a consultant um, as their continuous improvement officer so what I did, I ran the factory on behalf of the shareholders. Okay what we were doing there we were producing we were actually manufacturing ppe your overalls that they were in the mines yes 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 unfortunately the company had to close because of um there was a commission of inquiry probed by the premier right. as the facility was owned by the tribal authority i can wait the losses about tribal authority yeah so much corruption and where there's asset yeah more the asset they are yeah the public there will always be corruption, corruption so yeah. They, they, yeah so they had to undergo a commission of inquiry which then resulted in freezing of all assets and then oh. included the factory oh, so nice. that's when i left the factory years and then we ventured into mining okay and then where, for, where to from there um, from the mining, okay, then I registered my mining company and then um, I've partnered with one of my high school friends. Um, he was also um, trying to, to venture into this thing of engineering. Mm-hmm. He's also an IT expert. He knows nothing about engineering. But today, I can <laughs> tell you that we more know. Yes. <laughs> we now know more than we did when we started um, yes. steadily we, we we are getting there the most important thing is to get our footprint in all the minds they should know us they should know that there's this local entity it's owned by 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 young people they are local and they've got full capacity to to perform any service okay. so yes so that's who we are the name of the company is Drekha engineering all right that is awesome that is so awesome yeah and then oh, i've learned you. that you also have a few you 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 have your hand in a few in a few steaks and a few pies out here mm-hmm. <laughs> i saw on the profile something yes. about uh is it vegas board management what 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 is that 
Okay, um, I'm a board member, I'm a member of the board mm-hmm. um, of Vegas Management Solution Company. Okay. Um, what they do there, it's, it's in the gambling industry. Yes. So, if you go into Rustenburg, um, and even here in, in Houting, mm. you would see um, Vegas slots, Vegas bingo. Those shops, um, they fall under Vegas Management Solution Company. Okay. So what we do there, we provide management. Um, we are very familiar with the National Gambling um, Act. We are very familiar with the provincial, different provincial gambling acts. Um, we do management from human resources to, to finances to even teaching the shareholders how, how to teaching them about the company's act how to manage their company how to do things legally and how to to prosper and and ensure that they see more profits at the end of the day you know we are in business for for profits of course of course yes yes so i'm 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 the board member there i sit on the board so much talent and then um i also saw that you also a managing director at pty ltd logistics uh-huh. yes um, that? that one is our logistic uh, logistics company um, what we have done there again you know I can tell you something on you and your listeners mm-hmm. without collaboration Yet. you will never make it in business you need to collaborate you need to work together with other people you need to familiarize yourself with the people who are already in the game who have already established their names so what we have done with that logistics one we have entered into a strategic partnership agreement with a company called sikukuni logistics you can google them oh, they've got um yeah they've got 34 tons side tippers they've got long haulage um transportation um that moves from south africa to mozambique zambia all these static region um, countries we transport goods from from durban to 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 today so what we have done with them is that um where we see um opportunities um, the, the company I go and look for opportunities like in the mines and then if I get tracking um, contracts then we use those trucks and what they do with their enterprise development um, agreement that we have signed with them is that uh-huh. they buy us um, a number of fleet so that we can then start our own if we get to Amanda Belt mine, for instance, mm-hmm. um, they, they they would give us a contract, maybe a three-year contract. And then in that three-year contract, they want to utilize, let's say, 50 trucks okay. the whole year. It doesn't matter how we, 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 we alternate them. Then out of that 50, at least 80%, 81%, as per the mining charter, should be ours as the local entity that got the contract so what they do is in in terms of developing us as an enterprise they will then buy us those trucks and then they would then take us through um, the management systems putting systems in place and getting a control room teaching us how to do such things so that's that's the kind of um, agreement and partnership that we have with them so so far we have one contract with them okay okay that's yes 
in in Rustenburg. So one would say that we've got about five trucks riding in Rustenburg. Okay, so for anybody who wants to go and venture into logistics, you've just got yourself a free crash course, free of charge right now. Right. Um, let's let's <laughs> go into your role as a philanthropist. Yes. Where oh, do my you conduct precious. philanthropy? <laughs> My purpose on life, <laughs> okay, my purpose on this earth is to help, is to teach, is to nurture those who need nurturing. I feel very content. I feel very much happy after I've done such work. Um, you know, if, okay. if, if it was something that one would say that, hey, I'm a multimillionaire because of this, in my heart, I'm a multimillionaire because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it started when I was um, finishing my matric. I think that was in 2005. Um, I entered a competition. It was Miss Moses Kotani Local Municipality. Yes. So I won the pageant. And um, no surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're gonna put my pictures there. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> yes, so I want the patient. And then the mayor asked me, look, we've got budget for your office. Um, what do you want to do with it? And then I said, you know what? Back in my village in Belhafal um, and Lisetling, I, I've seen that there's lack of education in terms of HIV and AIDS. There's poverty. So I want to venture into such things of poverty alleviation. I want to venture into HIV and AIDS education. So um, me and my cousin, my big sister, um, we started a a, a, a home-based care center called Polo Moody Wasechaba. Polo meaning the health of people. Yes. Polo Moody Wasechaba meaning if the, the nation is healthy, then the nation is healed. Okay. Yes. So that's the center. It's based in Velhafal. And Velhafal is a village after Mokwase along R510 when you go to Tabazimbi and Northam. All right. See, yeah, it's within the Pilanisbeck area. Yes, so we have built a very big center there, and we have um, a very large scale, a vegetable uh, scale um, a farm there, um, where we 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 have your spinach, we have your cabbage. Um, I've got about six hundred and two orphans and vulnerable children that we're taking care of some of them they live in um in um elderly um homes you know because because elderly led homes because you know as tina young girls we would give birth to these babies and then and come to Josie and leave them live on so you know Magogo cannot take care of a, a young girl or a young boy um, yes. so we have a drop-in center where they come in in the morning for breakfast we give them breakfast and then um, after school they come back we give them lunch and then we also help them with their homeworks so the high schoolers um, who excel in mathematics and science and, and all those subjects, they come to the center after school to assist the young ones. Okay. Yeah, so, so we have built a drop-in center for them as well. Um, the center also has a bakery. Um, it was funded by the National Lottery. The drop-in center was funded by the Nelson Mandela um, Education Trust. 
um, and then the part of the center and the the vegetable garden was um, funded by Oxfam America and other funders would include Japan Embassy, um, USAID and the UN. Okay, shout out for looking mm. after our nation. Hey, you're actually doing quite a lot. Thank you, thank you. Lot, and I think <laughs> we appreciate someone like you, and we need more people like you to do more for our nation. Where yes. someone is failing, I won't say any names, but some people are failing uh. at it, and it's their responsibility. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm not trying to give them any clout on this platform. This is of all course. about you and the talent that you have and the big heart that you have for your brothers and sisters in this nation you know what i would like to see Mm -hmm. in south africa i would like to see my dream is not that different from data mandela's all the kids they must be educated i've learned this myself that without education you cannot go anywhere i mean if i did not uh, study the BA in industrial sociology. Yes. I wouldn't have been exposed to different industries. I wouldn't have been exposed to the knowledge that I grasped along the way. Yeah. And education opens that door, but it's up to us to open the rest of the doors. And I even open the windows, if I told Yes. <laughs> it's okay to go out the window as well. Of course, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. I understand. Mm. You've said quite a lot, and I am so convinced that you are established, and you're saying this is only the beginning. It's only the beginning, I'm telling you. <laughs> so, my question for you is what would you tell young people right now? Which are the industries that they should consider going into? Okay, so right now we need to be very smart. Um, We have experienced something that our generation will not experience again, but the next generation might experience it. Um, This pandemic called COVID-19, we'll never know. You know, those people from Asia, they like to experiment. Maybe something will come up again very soon. We don't know. But um, all I can say is we need to be smart. During the lockdown, the people who thrived in business are the ones who are in the industry that is needed. Okay. I need to, oh, oh, President Ramaphosa was always saying essential services. Yes. So right now, the young people of South Africa listen and listen carefully. Once you want to venture into business, look at essential services. Okay no matter what if the country is closed if everything is closed they will forever be needed you look at your food industry Mm. nobody can go on without food you look at your essential clothing yes everybody cannot go without that you look at your electrical um industry your 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 mechanical you look at your your logistics you cannot move food you cannot move anything without logistics so look into such industries industries that were up and running during the lockdown those are the industries that you need to look into okay awesome awesome thank you for that can i put you on the spot okay (laughs) (laughs) what do you think of the current situation within the entertainment industry do you think this is something that could have been avoided 
in the in, okay our entertainment industry oh it's so complex it's so they, they're really struggling and, right now yes it's very complex you know why i mm-hmm. say that the the I know they're gonna chop my head, those who know me, who are in the industry. But I'm just gonna be frank about it. Okay. Um, the our industry, our entertainment industry uh, participants, I will mm. call them participants, not celebrities. Okay. Um, they tend to um live an illusion. They portray a life of an illusionist. Okay. So when they have money, they don't um diversify their portfolios in terms of the money that they get for them it's about showing off it's about social media they feed the social media so in feeding the social media they forget to invest they forget to to diversify their portfolios so when the time comes i mean it was only two months what happened everybody was crushed because nobody had reserves true because they feed the media of course the social media they feed the social media with with illusion a lifestyle of illusion mm. so what i can say is they need to diversify you take your jay-z you take your pdd i'll even go local chavalala. okay what he did was very smart he was getting money from Kaiser Chiefs and from Bafana Bafana before he went abroad. Okay. What did he do with the money that he was getting? He ventured into franchising your fish and chips. Yes. You know, as black people go Asian, exactly. You know how every weekend you're gonna eat fish and chips. Yes. Yes. So he got very smart. He invested that money. So even if we go Europe, he was back at home, no income. Remember, we were seeing on the news that they had about Boma 80% pay cards, Boma 70% pay cards. He was still fine because he had reserves, because he diversified his portfolio. He's not only in football, but he is also in the business sector so same goes for pdd same goes for your jay-z same goes for your beyonces and all those so our south african uh, entertainment industry participants should do the same they should not just if it should not just only be easy buyer i should also look into generating income elsewhere in a different industry yes okay yes sounds plausible actually sounds like a great idea i hope those um entertainment industry participants will be listening into this so that they can get your good advice and actually sort out their lives you know not looking down on them but this is very great advice of which it's very true they don't do this actually they always Mm. showing off the houses the cars i've never once saw one of them showing us okay guys this is my investment trust Oh guys, this is how I trade my money. Or this is how I invest. I've never Mm. seen anything like that from it's 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 only few. It's only Bosin Piwe, it's only Bo DJ Euphoniki, it's only it's 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 quite a few, not all of them. You would take your girl B, Bonang. Bonang is such a light. I don't know why people hate on her, but I really admire her hustle. She's not only looking at presenting. She's also looking at having her own hair range um, in the alcohol industry. 
it's mm. not only about beauty it's so many things okay yeah so you shouldn't have one person should not have one um stream of income you should have multiple and in different industries because some of these industries they do not um operate during certain times or certain periods like mind local lockdown yeah. others they run and they operate during such periods so you'll never know you need to be safe of course i hear you yeah so so let's get out of our comfort zone black people let's stop being lazy watching reality shows it's a waste of time those people are living their own life some of them they are not even living that life like i said it's an illusion yes they are selling us something that is not there yeah so but they are getting paid for showing us that illusion when you are sitting and you are watching that at that time you know until they say you know what this skinny girl wallaby so let us just give her the project <laughs> Yeah. It it gets to that point because every day. So because they end up giving me the project because I'm there. I'm 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 just that wanna that fly. Yes. I'm that fly. You pushing. <laughs> in, I'm pushing. In. <laughs> and with your vision, I want to know: is there a product or service that you want to give in future? Like you said, Bonang wants a stake in the alcohol business. Do you maybe have? a similar dream of you know having a product or certain service or range that you can introduce to whichever market that you see fit i love wine okay and one of the projects that i wasn't gonna say but when i own it it's like you're pushing <laughs> to say <laughs> i am pulling out um, the info is that um i have a stake um in a club in rustenburg it's called kings and queens pulse nightclub okay so um because of lockdown i i got involved with them as a partner and as a shareholder prior to the lockdown but because of the lockdown we could not launch the club formally it had been running for six months so i saw that because in rustenburg there's no lifestyle like that yeah so this is a good um investment and you can never go wrong with alcohol yeah so i decided to get into that so um we will be opening very soon i'm at the club we will launch the club very soon i'll tell you about that in due course and um in the midst of that happening i'm thinking of um having my wine i love red wine Mm -hmm. having my my dry red wine range are you gonna give us a name of the wine um, not yet, not yet. I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Remember where I live? I'm with the philanthropy and the where where I live. Um, they they call me the Duchess. Yeah. So uh, along those lines. That's it. That's it. That's it. Duchess. <laughs> that that's it. I think that's the yeah. name right there. That, that's the one, eh? yeah. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. So yes, um, um, now you now you putting me under pressure to make sure that it happens because <laughs> I have announced it. But it's a good thing. It's, it's a, a good, good thing. thing. It's a good thing, and I have no <laughs> doubt that it will happen. I mean, everything that you've said that you're gonna do, you have done, and you still continue to do it. So have yes. no doubt about that. 
thank you I'll, I'll definitely do it with you put me now in that mindset <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much though for joining us today um i hope that we can do this more in future and of course i just want to know do you mm-hmm. have any advice to offer the youth of today the ladies, okay. men yeah and I've maybe you can ma- mention also something about this GBV pandemic that's also going on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, with the gender-based violence going on in South Africa, um, it's it's really pulling us as women down. Yeah. Um, the struggle for gender equality is more perplexing than most forms of oppression struggles in that in that women and men are relatives you know we are relatives yeah. and as such one cannot exist without yeah. the other of course so what one would ask yourself what is gender equality for what is it for and how do we find our common ground for peace especially um in our households in our community and also in the business world Mm. so one would would then say um equality would to to anyone it would mean that um it ensures that every individual has an equal opportunity to make the most of their lives and talents it promotes good health it should reduce suffering it should be a part of a fair society. Um, it should be um, treatment of people with respect. Um, it would ad- ultimately anchor on the value of freedom from violence. Okay. So when men do what they do, um, it, it really oppresses the mind yes. to say, well, why is my relative, why are you doing this? We are related one way or another. Yes. Why, why, why? why see it fit to end one's life when you are not the one who gave that life uh-huh. if 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 especially in relationships if you feel that this is not for me anymore why not just let one to go and go your separate way as well you know um, there's a great deal of progress that needs to be made also in the working environment as far as um, gender-based violence is, is concerned. Um, one would also say that the gap has been created also by absent father figures. You know, it, yeah. it needs to be addressed as well. Because now I grew up in a society where my uncles and other elder males in the vicinity acted as father figures and where they were very protective and therefore offered sense of refuge and security. But nowadays we cannot feel that sense of refuge and security. Um, It it appears to no longer be the case. And this is why you see people raping young girls and toddlers because they don't see them as their daughters or as their nieces. They don't see them as, as their sisters. That is very sad indeed and how I wish we could go back to the older days where everybody saw us as their daughters and young sisters. True. Um, so that gap, that father figure gap, we need to, to do something about it. I, I, I don't know if there could be a switch back to, to how it was before. That was my father back mm. in the day. Mm. Yes, um, and if he says, listen, you don't do that, if he reprimands me, he reprimands me and my parents cannot say anything about it. Mind the other problem, we've got rights. Yes. So we can't be reprimanded. So people don't see us as their daughters because they don't have 
anything any relation whatsoever to us because um so because of that the other neighbors so as a society we need to come back together to to what um things to 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 how things used to be you know very true very true yes and then to your listeners to the youth to my peers hello um (laughs) i would like to say there are no constraints on the human mind no walls around the human spirit no barriers to our progress except those we ourselves erect in our society the women who break down barriers are those who ignore limits so my friends my darlings ignore the limits actually you should erase the word limit from your vocabulary that way you will be able to attain to achieve whatever you set your mind to Awesome. That's all I can say. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you so much, Lisa. This was indeed so eye-opening, mind-boggling. You have blown us out the water. We have no excuse actually not to be on our grind and to get up and go and hustle. You know, you have of really course. inspired us. You're very ambitious. Anybody that has not heard this and still thinks you're not ambitious needs a fat wake-up call because this proves everything about you. Thank you so much for what you're doing for our nation. Thank you so much for being with us today and actually giving us the advice and the chance to have a platform to engage with you. There goes Rich Ant. Rich Ant has today and she's telling us exactly what we need to do and that's to erase the limits. No, no limits. Thank you. Thank you, Una, for having me. It's been such a great pleasure. Platforms like these are very essential. I'm I'm very thankful. And um, I hope that we can do this quite more often. And um, I hope that everybody... And yes, um, Rich Auntie, you just gave me an an idea there. I'm going to work on that. Rich Auntie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. That was the Duchess, and we are out of here. Next week, we'll be having the base um, with Kara and Lerato. Thank you so much, Miss Duchess, and we'll Thank catch you. up a, bit, a little bit later. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>